How's it going, everyone? And welcome back to another episode of The Geeky Gentleman, the podcast for all your geeky needs, fashion, and lifestyle tips, all rolled into one perfectly packaged podcast. In today's episode, I'm talking about some of the possible theories for the upcoming Disney Plus show, WandaVision. In the gentleman's portion, I'm letting you guys know the five things that every man should do before going to bed. Alrighty then, enough said, let's jump right into the podcast. After the teaser trailer for the upcoming Disney Plus shows, fans have been thinking, what the hell is happening in WandaVision? The 30 second teaser gave a lot of snippets of Wanda at different times, and we know the film is connected directly to the sequel Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. But other than that, we got nothing. The Marvel execs are keeping things hush-hush for the time being, but we know that Wanda is about to play a major role in Phase 4, and that both WandaVision and Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness will shake up the MCU going forward. So, here are three theories of what can be happening in WandaVision. Wanda is already in the multiverse. The multiverse is the term for all the parallel dimensions that exist in the MCU. We've seen it already teased out and mentioned in one way or another across multiple MCU films. What if Wanda is already in the multiverse? We as the audience can be seeing Wanda jumping from one reality to another and witness how her life would be in these alternate realities. The main question is, what made her jump into the multiverse? I mean, I'm pretty sure it has to do with trying to bring back Vision, who we last saw bite the dust in Infinity War, may he rest in peace. With this theory, we can see Wanda has realized that she has the power to enter the multiverse and is learning to navigate her way through the multiverse to bring back a version of Vision to her reality. If she manages to achieve this, and her affecting multiple realities in her attempts, there could be some serious consequences which could impact Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. One such consequence could be that Scarlet Witch becomes the Multiverse of Madness. Now, not just anyone can access the multiverse. The sheer fact that Wanda can allow herself to travel across dimensions showcases just how powerful she is becoming. Couple Wanda's increased power, all her recent losses, and in the comic book, a history of mental trauma, we can see that Wanda loses herself in all of these different realities and actually becomes the main antagonist in the Doctor Strange sequel. Giving a new layer to the title, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, otherwise known as Wanda's Broken Psyche. WandaVision takes place in Wanda's mind. This is one of the easier theories, because essentially, we can see anything happen within the show, and at the end we find out that it was just in Wanda's head. So, Vision is an android, so it isn't necessarily hard to rebuild him, especially with people like Shuri around in the MCU. The thing that made Vision unique, and able to become human, was his connection to the Mind Stone. Which sucks, because we know that Thanos destroyed the physical manifestation of the Infinity Stones in the main MCU in Endgame. But you know who else is connected to the Mind Stone? Wanda. So Wanda and Vision are intrinsically linked because of the Mind Stone. What we can see in WandaVision is that Vision is rebuilt, but is more of an android without his human characteristics. Wanda uses their link with the Mind Stone and tries to bring back the human consciousness of Vision. 
So everything we see happening in WandaVision is Wanda navigating her way through Vision's mind to bring back the Vision she lost. Wanda is being held prisoner. With this theory, we're going by the idea that WandaVision will not be happening in sequential order. In other words, the series will be starting right smack in the middle of the action, and only by the ending will we start to fully understand what's going on. What if Wanda's powers have grown so vastly already that she's affecting the multiverse unconsciously? Without a way to control her powers, they may need a way to sedate her while they try to figure out how to help her. Kind of how Professor X mentally sedated Wanda in the comic books during the storyline House of M, you know, before she went all crazy on everyone. Well, we don't have a Professor X just yet, and I don't think we'll be seeing Doctor Strange in the series, unless it's at the very, very end. So who could help Wanda? Well, what about her magic mentor from the comic books, Agatha Harkness? We know that actress Katherine Hahn will be in the series, but as of now, she has no official character name other than being a nosy neighbor. Which is a clear sign that she's playing someone big and important, and that just knowing her name is a big spoiler. There's a picture on the internet with her on set, and she's wearing a purple-colored outfit, and purple is a predominant color associated with Agatha Harkness. So, could Katherine Hahn be playing Agatha? Let's take a look. In the comic books, Agatha Harkness has been depicted as one of the original Salem witches. She is a very powerful witch, and is notably known for mentoring Scarlet Witch with the development of her powers. Although in the comic books, she's an old lady. She's also the person who mind-wiped Wanda about the initial loss of her children, which we know Scarlet Witch gets pissed off when she finds out, and ultimately ends with Scarlet Witch killing Agatha, albeit accidentally. In the comic book storyline House of M, we see Wanda use her reality-warping abilities to give each hero their heart's desire. What if WandaVision is using this as a twist, and Agatha is holding Wanda in a magical prison by giving her her heart's desire to be with Vision, as they try to figure out a way to handle her powers which are out of control and affecting the real world and the multiverse? So what the audience is actually seeing is Wanda realizing that her reality isn't real and that she's being held prisoner. Which of course naturally would make anyone upset and further lead her down into her descent of madness. Cue Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. A bonus side note is, is that it's also possible that Catherine Hahn could be playing another popular sorceress, otherwise known as Clea. In the comic books, Clea is a disciple and lover to Doctor Strange, by the way, and she also happens to wear a costume that's predominantly purple and also happens to be the niece of Dormammu. So that would seem like a great character to introduce in WandaVision and then have carried over into Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. And with that said, we're jumping right into the gentleman's portion of the podcast. One of the truest things you'll find out is that happy, successful people have a good before-bed routine. Many presidents and CEOs swear that having a proper nighttime routine is one of the driving forces behind their success. But regardless of what you do, the value of a good night's sleep is undeniable. It will ensure that you have the most optimal and productive day when you wake up. That's why I'm giving you gentlemen the five things that every man should do before going to bed. Number one, avoid screens at least 20 minutes before bed. 
I know, I know, it's super hard to detach yourself from your phone for even a second. But did you know that it could be a major cause of sleeplessness? The blue light that comes from screens is especially aggressive. It suppresses melatonin production for more than twice as long as other light wavelengths and alters circadian rhythms by twice the degree. Interference with the body's 24-hour circadian rhythms can have a significant effect on health, creating problems with the cardiovascular, metabolic, and immune systems, disturbing your mood and compromising cognitive function. Long story short, when your circadian rhythms are out of whack, you think, you feel, and you perform below your best. So put those screens away. Number two, plan your day. Before you go to bed, it's a good idea to spend around five minutes going through your planner or calendar. Make a list of all the things you want to do and a list of the things you'd like to accomplish. I'm super visual and I love a good checklist. I get such a sick sense of satisfaction as I go through my task and I'm checking them off one by one as I complete them. It really just, I get a kick out of it, I do. By planning your day and setting goals, you'll have a jumpstart to your day with a clear sense of what needs to be done and have a better chance for achieving your goals each day. Number three, wash and moisturize your face. You definitely want to go to bed with a clean face. You want to wash away all the dirt and pollutants from your skin so that you can avoid any breakouts. By keeping your face moisturized at night, you can keep your skin looking epic and keep wrinkles away. So this goes without saying, wash your face and moisturize it every night, gentlemen. Just do it. Number four, lay out your workout gear. I'm in the camp of going to the gym first thing in the morning before the workday instead of after work. By laying out your gym clothes the night before, you can forego hitting the snooze button in the morning because half the battle is already done. You don't have to worry about stumbling in the dark looking for your gym gear because it's already nicely laid out. Working out in the morning gets me going and it supercharges my energy levels throughout the remainder of the day. Number five, reminisce on your day while winding down. Everyone has troubles in their days and these can weigh us down and affect our sleep. So it's a good idea to try and clear your mind before going to bed. Perhaps you might like a five minute meditation before lying down. Personally, I like to reminisce on my day while already lying down in bed. When I initially lay down, I like to reminisce on what went on during my day and really try to focus on the positives. I like to remember that life isn't that bad and really focus on the things I should be thankful for. The final thing that I try to do is I try to visualize my goals and the outcomes that I want to achieve. Usually by this point, I'm really relaxed into bed and have a good steady breathing going. Sometimes I even fall asleep before I finish my visualizing practices. The key is just to utilize this winding down time to suit your needs. Just make sure to focus on the positives and be thankful. And there you have it, gentlemen. Five things that every man should be doing before going to bed. A big thank you again for listening to another episode of The Geeky Gentleman. Don't forget to subscribe and rate the podcast. That will definitely give me a happy... Feel free to drop me a DM on Instagram. I'm at Drifting Decal if you have any style or grooming questions, and I'd love to hear your thoughts on my theories for WandaVision. If you want more content from me, feel free to visit my blog at www.driftingdudes.com. And until our next podcast adventure, I will talk at you guys later. Bye.